Welcome, and thank you for joining this podcast about Time Magazine. My name is Nancy Porter, and I am happy to share with you the April 24th, May 1st, 2023 issue of Time Magazine. This issue continues the magazine's annual reporting of the world's 100 most influential people, which is broken down into six categories, artists, titans, pioneers, leaders, innovators, and icons. Last podcast, we did 19 artists. Today's podcast will consist of short articles about the 14 titans and 16 pioneers on the time 2023 100 Most Influential People list. And remember, you are listening to a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired and materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. All right, here we go with the 14 Titans. Angela Bassett, At the Top of Her Game, by Tina Turner. Someone's going to play me, and what's love got to do with it? I was a little bit skeptical when work began on the 1993 film. First of all, who are they going to find to sing, dance, and act like me? Then I looked up, saw Angela, and immediately started to smile. Angela, the first time we met, you didn't look, sound, or move like me. That came later, after you worked so hard to make it happen. But even then, I could see that the young woman standing before me had strength, determination, and big dreams just like me. She's perfect, I said, and I was right. You never mimicked me. Instead, you reached deep into your soul, found your inner Tina, and showed her to the world. That's your gift, becoming your character with conviction, truth, dignity, and grace, even when it's painful, and takes everything you have and more. It's not just acting, it's being. Whether you're Tina Turner or the Queen of Wakanda, we believe in you because you believe in yourself. You honor all the women you play just as you honored me, and you're still perfect. And that was written by Tina Turner, a Grammy-winning singer. Number two, Karen Lynch, Expanding Access by Kenneth Frazier, board chair of Transparent and a former Merck CEO. As president and CEO of CVS Health, Karen Lynch is on a mission to make healthcare simpler more personalized, and more affordable. When you work with Karen, as I have on the American Heart Association CEO Roundtable, you can't miss her authenticity, candor, and drive to make a positive and profound difference. After taking the helm at CVS in early 2021, Karen spearheaded efforts to administer COVID vaccines at company pharmacies and more than 40,000 long-term care facilities. On her watch, CVS also increased vaccine access in vulnerable, low-income communities. Most recently, Karen has led a growing movement to reduce the cost of women's health products, unilaterally cutting prices on CVS store brands and overseeing an expansion into primary care. For Karen, executive leadership means seizing opportunities to help others, including the underserved and the overlooked and finding new ways for private industry to serve the greater good. Numbers three and four, Oslem Terechi and Ugur Shaheen, On the Vaccine Vanguard, 
by Walter Isaacson, former managing editor of Time magazine and author of the book The Codebreaker and the Future of the Human Race. The inspiring scientific story of creating a COVID-19 vaccine in 2020 was accompanied by an equally inspiring human story. Aslam Tereci and Uger Sahin, a German couple from Turkish immigrant families, were researching ways to fight cancer by harnessing mRNA, the molecule that tells our cells which proteins to build. When Sahin first read about COVID, he and Derechi developed a way to deploy mRNA to tell our cells how to build a facsimile of the coronavirus's spike protein, thus priming our immune system to fight the disease. Their company, BioNTech, partnered with Pfizer to test and distribute the vaccine. Now, Tereci and Sahin have turned their attention back to cancer. This year, some of their immunotherapy cancer vaccines went into clinical trials in Britain. But through it all, even at their, as their stake in BioNTech made them billionaires, they still enjoy riding their old bicycles to work to spend time working in their lab. Uh, number five. Beyonce, Transcendent Artist, by Honey Dijon, DJ and music producer. In 2003, Beyonce performed her hit single, Crazy in Love, for the BET Awards. Her performance embodied the legacy and culture of black artists, from Josephine Baker to Tina Turner, James Brown, and Prince. The way she commanded the stage and led her band was transcendent. That performance secured her place in the Pantheon as one of the greatest black female artists of our time. After being approached to work on her 2022 album called Renaissance, I realized very quickly that I was contributing to yet another historic moment, not only for dance music, but also as a celebration of the foundations of black music. From R&B to house, gospel to techno, hip hop to vogue, Beyonce wove a tapestry of music on Renaissance that celebrated all facets of black music, including the immense contributions of the black gay and queer community. Then she became the most decorated Grammy winner ever. Beyonce's fearless talent, beauty, and artistry will continue to influence and inspire black female artists for millennial. Number six, Johan Rockstrom, Global Guardian by Bill McKibben, author and environmentalist. Sweden has produced two of the most important figures in the fight to save the planet's climate. If most of the world knows Greta Thunberg, the scientific community is just as familiar with Johan Rockström, director of the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research. Rockström helped pioneer the concept of planetary boundaries environmental guidelines and limits that people need to operate within in order to keep humanity safe. His team has identified nine we should not cross, including not just heating the earth, but also acidifying its oceans and degrading its ozone layer. Currently, we're crashing quickly through those red lines, which, according to Rockstrom, merits the urgent need to create new business models that focus on circularity, regeneration, and justice. His work is crucial to understanding the interconnected crises facing our planet and is shaping the path forward, guiding leaders on how to turn complex science into clear, quantifiable 
actions. Number seven, uh, Padma Lakshmi, A Taste of Greatness by Ali Wong, a comedian, actress, and Emmy-nominated writer. The first time I met Padma Lakshmi was after one of my shows in Los Angeles. It was around 11 p.m., and when she noticed the craft table covered in charcuterie, she pointed and said, oh, I think I need to hit that. I thought, oh, wow, she eats for real. For real. It's Padma's genuine love of food, how freaking smart she is, that makes her electric to watch as the host of Top Chef, currently in its 20th season, and Taste the Nation with Padma Lakshmi, which returns for a second season in May. It also helps, of course, that she's drop-dead gorgeous. Padma is an incredible writer, and that really shines through when she speaks. She's articulate and has a strong point of view. When I was a guest judge on Top Chef, I was shocked by how honest and unafraid she was of being disliked. She's brave in that way. I am always in awe of Padman because, yes, she really is that beautiful, talented, and charismatic. She's iconic. Number eight, Deborah Lipstadt, Fighting Intolerance by Jonathan Greenblatt, CEO and National Director of the Anti-Defamation League. In the book of Proverbs, there's a hymn that speaks of a woman of valor, Eshet Shail, in Hebrew, one who is strong and righteous and who also provides a safe home where Jewish values and traditions may thrive. As U.S. Special Envoy, Ambassador Deborah Lipstadt exemplifies this image, tirelessly working to protect Jewish communities and to build a world where all are safe and protected. A distinguished scholar, Deborah has courageously taken on anti-Semitism on campus, in the courts, and in the halls of power. Now she is battling the oldest hatred at a moment when anti-Jewish hate has surged to record levels in the U.S. and around the world. Deborah has aptly noted that anti-Semitism might start with the Jews, but it never ends with the Jews. And so her work fearlessly calling on the international community to ensure that Jews everywhere can live safely and practice their faith freely, is crucial not only for Jewish people, but also for ensuring a society free of bigotry and intolerance for all people. Number nine, Sho Z Chu by Billy Perigio, Time Staff Writer. On March 23rd, TikTok CEO Shao Ji Shu had his own 15 minutes of fame on the video sharing platform. Lawmakers' questions during a congressional committee hearing about security concerns in relation to TikTok and its unclear relationship with the Chinese government displayed a lack of understanding of the platform. Chu's responses went viral. But while he received a sympathetic reception on the app to his congressional grilling, his troubles in Washington remain very real. He is the face of TikTok's defense against the threat of a ban by the Biden administration, which is skeptical of the platform's ability to resist demands by the Chinese state for sensitive user data. As skepticism and security concerns grow, TikTok's popularity, and to some extent Chu's own popularity, among millions of young users, many of them voters, may be its best primary defense against the platforms becoming perhaps the biggest corporate victim yet 
of America's deepening rivalry with China. Number 10, Loreen Powell Jobs, Seeding Solutions by Yo-Yo Ma, Grammy-winning cellist and humanitarian. Loreen Powell Jobs is a modern-day Emerson, a tireless advocate for humans and for society. She's also an incredible gardener. She keeps bees and is deeply knowledgeable about plant life and the conditions in which living things thrive. She is, amazingly, both specialist and generalist. Just look at her philanthropic and investment institution, Emerson Collective, and its vast range of engagement, from immigration to journalism to entrepreneurship. She shines a light on people finding solutions to seemingly intractable problems, whether climate change, a struggling education system, or endemic poverty. Through it all, there is a devotion to learning, teaching, and education, a lifelong commitment to creating spaces for curiosity to run free. Her work imagines the very best version of America and the world. How does she do it? Loreen is capable of two things that are rare to find together, great analytical thinking and boundless empathy. When you have both, you make good decisions and can work toward both short and long-term goals, which is really what gardening is all about. Number 11, Gina Prince-Bythewood, Truth Seeker by Sanaa Lathan, Actress. Gina Prince-Bythewood has a true belief in the power of stories. It's her life's purpose. She's always going to search for the truth. Throughout her career, she's also demonstrated a commitment to uplifting stories that aren't always centered on screen, including stories about black women and women of color. I will always cherish the memory of premiering Love and Basketball at Sundance back in 2000 and witnessing the five-minute standing ovation that followed. It was a surreal experience to witness a young woman of color create that film for the world and to be by her side as she did it. And now, with 2022's critically acclaimed hit, The Woman King, she's captured our world's attention once again. Gina is a true writer and craftsman with an amazing imagination. She also has a lot of integrity, this quiet strength. She will not sway when she believes something is right. She's not only one of my favorite directors, but also my friend, and I'm her fan and cheerleader for life. Number 12, Patrick Mahoney's The Second, The Face of Football by Peyton Manning, two-time Super Bowl champion. Patrick Mahoney's once served as a counselor at the Manning Passing Academy, a summer football camp for high school players that my dad founded in 1996. You can learn a lot about a person by the way they treat 8th graders and ninth graders during those hot days in Louisiana. Patrick was great with the kids. I remember his arm strength back then. It jumped out at you. This February, at just 27, Patrick won his second Super Bowl MVP award. That arm strength still jumps out at you today. Patrick is setting new bars. All these young players around the country are trying to imitate his sidearm throws and incredible plays, but I hope they know he's also an incredibly hard worker. He appreciates the cerebral part of the game, 
and he understands his platform as the MVP quarterback of the Super Bowl winning team. This won't be the last time you hear Patrick Ahonis identified that way. Number 13, Elon Musk. Maverick by Kara Swisher, journalist and host of the podcast titled On with Kara Swisher. I first met Elon Musk in 1999 when he was just another Silicon Valley techie with a startup, in his case, X.com. But he soon distinguished himself using his boundless imagination and relentless drive that has landed rockets on platforms in the ocean, pioneered the electric vehicle revolution, and changed how we think about energy in many forms. Cool, right? Not so much these days, because what I did not see coming a mile off was Musk's wholesale transformation into the world's richest online troll after his purchase of Twitter. It's a shame, because much of what he has tried to do over his career, even if some of it is still an aspiration, has been bold and inspirational, especially compared with most of the more anodyne techies for whom a better online dating service is the peak of innovation. But under Musk's erratic rule, Twitter has become a non-stop grievance tantrum we must all endure, and he wastes far too much of his time fiddling on his toxic violin while it burns. What's the opposite of progress? Elon Musk, 20. And number 14, Lionel Messi, the champion by Roger Federer, philanthropist and tennis athlete who has won 20 Grand Slam singles titles. Lionel Messi's goal-scoring records and championship wins need no recounting here. What stands out to me about Messi, age 35, is his consistent greatness over so many years. This is so difficult to achieve and then to maintain. He dribbles like a magician, and his angular passes are works of art. His awareness and anticipation are almost beyond comprehension. My career has just come to an end. I now realize how much weight we athletes carry, but in our daily lives we don't even realize it. For a football player like Messi, that weight likely feels more massive, as he represents both a world-renowned club and a very passionate country. Argentina's World Cup victory was magnificent. Millions of fans taking to the streets of Buenos Aires to celebrate was an amazing moment in sports witnessed around the world. Even those who don't follow football or soccer must have realized the true impact of the world's most popular game. Growing up, Diego Maradona and Gabriel Batistuta were my favorite Argentine players. I was lucky enough to meet both of them. They inspired me. Now, Messi can inspire future generations. I can only hope we get to see his unique creativity and artistry for a little bit longer. Don't blink too often as Messi performs on the pitch. You may miss something incredible from the man of the moment. Thank you. All right, we now continue with the 16 short articles about the 16 pioneers on the 2023 Times 100 Most Influential People list. 
All right, we continue now with the 16 short articles about the 16 pioneers on the 2023 Time 100 Most Influential People list. Number one, Doja Cat, A New Kind of Star, by Baz Luhrmann, Oscar-nominated filmmaker. I've worked with all kinds of artists, but with a certain few, you connect on a deeper level. For me, Doja Cat is one of those artists. She's at the top because she works to bring everything she does to the highest possible level. When she started work on Vegas for Elvis, Elvis was relegated to a Halloween costume. He wasn't influential to the younger generation. But Doja and her producer, Yeti Beats, understood the importance of translating Hound Dog for a new audience. For them, it was an act of translating the roots of black music. Doja is a true child of the internet, creatively plugged into the kind of social connection that I'm generationally incapable of understanding. She is personally connected with her fans, and that allows her to understand and feed back to them. She can't be boxed in. She's a rapper, a singer, a performance artist. She's the canvas on which she expresses a character or an idea. There is no brand to Doja Cat. You never know what she's going to do next, and that's exciting. Number two, Mr. Beast, Viral Creator, by Mark Rober, YouTuber and former NASA engineer. The best engineers I knew at NASA were the ones who could break a complex problem down to first principles. They could strip away the noise, reduce a problem to its essence, and find the solution. Jimmy Donaldson, known online by the handle Mr. Beast, is able to do that, too. The path to making his videos go viral and dominating social platforms, including YouTube, where he has 140 million subscribers, is clear and obvious to him. Jimmy's crystal ball is less cloudy than most people's. When we worked together to raise the funds to plant 20 million trees and remove 30 million pounds of plastic from the ocean through the Team Trees and Team Seas campaigns, his optimism was infectious. He's constantly raising the bar for creators, whether it's through recreating Squid Game in real life or paying for the eye surgeries of 1,000 blind people. He doesn't really understand small thinking or complacency. I don't know what he'll do 10 years down the road, but I sure know it won't be the status quo. Number three, Thom Brown, fashion innovator by Amy Sherald, renowned portrait painter. Thom Brown is a creator of worlds. He is constantly shifting the lens on menswear and women's wear. He re-envisions the fashion lexicon through his designs, proportions, and storytelling, even within the parameters of his classic gray uniform. As a painter, I am drawn to Thom's imagination, analogies, and metaphors. He pulls you directly into a fantastical and magically real place that can simultaneously be read within and transcend a historical context. Now chairman of the Council of Fashion Designers of America, he continues to upend fashion conventions with thoughtfulness about every detail. Thom's designs bring us into his unique creative space and show us that we belong. His ideas about what clothing can be are expansive. They carry us into the realm of self-costuming, 
self-fashioning, and self-experimentation. His work inspires us to recognize the endless possibilities of play in daily life, in how we represent ourselves through style and beyond. And that was by Amy Sherald, a renowned portrait painter. Number four, Sam Rivera, Treatment with Care, by Beth Macy, author of the books Dope Stick, and most recently, Raising Lazarus, Hope, Justice, and the Future of America's Overdose Crisis. In 2021, roughly 108,000 Americans died of drug overdoses. And yet only a slim fraction, roughly 11%, of people with opioid use disorder managed to access evidence-based care in 2020. If we were being graded, that's an F. Sam Rivera has pioneered an approach to help. Rather than abandon or simply jail, as we usually do, an estimated 7 million Americans with opioid use disorder. As executive director of On Point New York City, he meets drug users without judgment, instead offering support, clean needles, and critical connections to care that include providing medically supervised injection spaces at three sites in New York City. To turn our declining life expectancy around, we must scale up Rivera's harm reduction approach, which means supporting people who use drugs, not stigmatizing them. Despite what the racist war on drugs told us growing up, and despite archaic abstinence-only models that too many 12-step programs tilt push, Rivera's approach actually works to prevent death, hasten recovery, and restore humanity. Number five, S.S. Rajamuli, high-octane filmmaker, by Ali Abad, actress. The first time I met S.S. Rajamuli was at the preview of Bahalubali 2. We were all extremely starstruck. And even while I was watching the movie, I was like, oh my God, what a dream it would be to work with this director. Lo and behold, the dream came true. Being directed by him in RRR was like going to school all over again. He knows the audience he's serving. He knows what beats to hit, what turns to take. I call him the master storyteller because he genuinely loves the flair and abandon of stories. And he brings us together. India is a massive country with diverse demographics, tastes, and culture. But he gets that, and he unites us through his movies. I once asked him for advice on acting. He said, Whatever choice you make, just do that with love. Because even if the film doesn't work, the audience will see love in your eyes for what you're doing. Mm. Numbers 6 and 7, Brittany Schmidt and Peter Davis, Glacier Forecasters, by Aaron Baker, Time Magazine Senior Climate Correspondent. If the Florida-sized glacier should crumble into the Antarctic Ocean as the planet warms, it could mean a global sea level rise of up to two feet, enough to wipe out many coastal cities. 
a major Antarctic field campaign spearheaded by Brittany Schmidt of Cornell University and Peter Davis of the British Antarctic Survey, offers essential insight into the consequential and unstable glacier. Using a hot water drill and a camera-enabled underwater robot, they were able to look at the glacier's underside to better understand how, and how fast, it was melting. Their research, published in the magazine Nature in February, revealed troubling footage of the glacier melting from the bottom up, and a more nuanced view of glacier deformation. When you don't understand how a process is happening, you can't hope to forecast it, says Schmidt. Observing Thwaites in detail gives us a chance to make better choices for our future based on what we know is happening today. Number eight, Robin Zeng, Fueling a Battery Revolution by Charlie Campbell, Time Magazine correspondent. Making transportation more sustainable will require a collective global effort. Though Zen Yugun, otherwise known as Robin Zhang, will play a more significant role in decarbonization than most. Zhang is the founder of contemporary Amperex technology, the world's top provider of electric vehicle batteries, with 37% of the global market, supplying automakers including Tesla, BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Volkswagen, and Ford. The $142 billion firm, headquartered in Zhang's hometown of Ningyi in China's southern Fujian province, boasts 13 production plants globally and saw revenue almost double year-over-year to $4.4 billion in 2022. While environmentalists have raised concern over contemporary Amperex technology's track record of its ballooning mining interest, Zen's record of reducing the cost of established technology while pioneering the next breakthrough, such as sodium-based alternatives to the battery staple lithium, is helping to power the global push for electric vehicles, propelling his personal wealth to some $32.2 billion. Zheng has said, Innovation is definitely in the genes of contemporary Amperex technology. Number nine, Margaret Mitchell, Artificial Intelligence's Conscience by Billy Perigio, Time Magazine staff writer. Most artificial intelligence discourse takes a distinctly utopian or dystopian view of the future. Margaret Mitchell, one of the leading figures in AI ethics, subscribes to a third camp, that AI is not as powerful as many people claim, and that talk of hastening the end of the world actually, if perversely, helps the companies promoting it. In 2020, Mitchell co-authored an influential paper that argued artificial intelligence like chat GPT are little more than high-powered autocomplete tools which often result in the further entrenchment of societal inequality. Google fired Mitchell and her co-author, Timnit Gebru, in the fallout from that paper's publication. Now, Mitchell is the chief artificial intelligence ethics scientist at Hugging Face, an open-source AI platform 
where independent researchers, not just the world's biggest AI companies, can build and launch AI tools. On this potentially risky new frontier, Mitchell is pioneering new forms of AI guardrails, at the same time as acting as a leading critic of unaccountable tech power in the artificial intelligence debate. Number 10, Michaela Schifrin, All-Time Great, by Lindsey Vaughn, three-time Olympic medalist skier. I started hearing about Michaela Schifrin when she was about 13 years old. She was a wonderkind on the mountain. Michaela's skiing more than lived up to expectations. Having won two Olympic gold medals and five overall World Cup titles, on March 11th, Michaela won her 87th World Cup ski race, surpassing the all-time record of 86 set by Ingmar Stenmark of Sweden. Most people thought that record would never be broken and having a female do it is really a big deal. With Serena Williams stepping away from tennis, there is room for another big female global sports superstar, and Michaela can fill that opportunity. She's really stepped into the spotlight and done a great job moving the needle for our sport. She's competing against herself at this point. She could reach 100 wins. It's just a matter of how long Michaela Schifrin wants to keep at it. The sky is the limit for her. Number 11, Elizabeth Maruma Mremmi, Negotiating for Nature, by Chiaye Nugent, Time Magazine staff writer. In December, Elizabeth Maruma Mremmi led the world's countries to one of the decade's biggest environmental wins an agreement to conserve or restore nature on 30% of the world's lands and waters by 2030. Then the UN's Executive Secretary of the Convention on Biological Diversity, Marima shepherded the deal, overcoming vast differences among 195 countries' negotiators. The agreement, which is not legally binding, will, in theory, help boost finance for developing countries, phase out subsidies that harm nature, and protect the rights of indigenous communities. But Marima's work is far from over. Now the UN Environment Program's Deputy Executive Director, she is co-leading a task force working on standardizing how businesses account for their impact on nature. Experts say the financial framework stands to accelerate efforts to protect the planet. Numbers 12 and 13, Elijah Mohammadi and Niflufar Hamedi, Demonstrating Courage, by Jason Rezidian, a Washington Post writer imprisoned by Iran for 544 days. Masha Amini, arrested in Tehran and charged with not covering her hair properly, left the police station barely alive. This kind of brutality happens in Iran, but we rarely hear the details. Victims and their families suffer in silence for fear of inviting even more abuse. This time was different. A reporter named Nailufar Hamedi broke the story 
publishing photographs of Amini lying brain dead in the hospital and devastated family members embracing in the hall. Ilahe Mohamedi covered the funeral, which doubled as a protest that soon spread across Iran. It was the kind of journalism that earns accolades in any normal society. Hamedi and Mohammadi have instead been rewarded with excruciating limbo. They were arrested and remain in Elven prison. The charges, conspiring with the intelligence agencies of foreign powers to undermine Iran's national security, are as farcical as they are severe. Journalism has been dying a slow death in Iran. Brave domestic reporters are the lone reason its light still flickers. The arrests of Hamedi and Mohammadi and of nearly 100 other journalists since the protest started show how far the regime will go to extinguish it. Number 14, Bella Hadid. Influential model by Christy Turlington Burns, founder of Every Mother Counts. Plato believed that our world's beauty and goddesses were inherently intertwined. Bella Hadid is as good as she is beautiful. In a moment like now, when an industry is struggling to stay culturally relevant and inclusive, putting a single name and face to it would be near impossible. If anyone comes close, it's Bella Hadid. Behind that chiseled face, radiating from within her physical being, shines a lightness and vulnerability that she shares openly with nearly 60 million followers on Instagram. After nearly 10 years in the business, with no signs of slowing down, Bella opened or closed major spring-summer collections everywhere from New York City to Paris. Within this new generation that has limitless potential to create positive change in the world, Bella holds unique power. I am rooting for her, for the possibilities that lie ahead, and for all that is good and beautiful. Number 15, Sam Altman, Accelerating AI by Brian Chesky, CEO and co-founder of Airbnb. When I met Sam Altman in 2008, what stood out to me most wasn't that he was just a brilliant technologist. He was, at his core, a humanist. Sam foresaw that the exponential curve of technological progress would culminate in the most powerful tool ever created, artificial general intelligence, AGI. He saw a tool that could do immense good, but in the wrong hands, could be a destructive weapon. Sam co-founded OpenAI to responsibly bring AGI to the world. Initially, he established OpenAI as a nonprofit. When he couldn't raise enough money as a nonprofit, he structured the company as a capped profit model, foregoing ownership. OpenAI went on to develop ChatGPT, a revolutionary tool launched in November that I used to edit this very piece. If anyone knows where this is going, it's Sam. But Sam also knows that he doesn't have all the answers. 
he often says, what do you think? Maybe I'm wrong? Thank God someone with so much power has so much humility. And finally, lastly, number 16, Edward Reynolds, Protecting Our Planet, by Jeffrey Kluger, a Time Editor-at-Large. Earth lives in a shooting gallery. By astronomers' count, there are tens of thousands of asteroids flying in the vicinity of our planet that could cause devastation if they struck us. Last fall, Ed Reynolds did something to make us all a lot safer. A program manager at Johns Hopkins University's Applied Physics Lab, Reynolds served as project manager of NASA's Double Asteroid Redirection Test. On September 26, 2022, Reynolds oversaw the deliberate collision of a small spacecraft with the asteroid Dimorphos. The goal, to see if the impact could slow the asteroid's speed by just over a minute in a test of whether it would be possible to deflect a similar piece of space ordnance that was heading for Earth. The result? The orbit was slowed by a whopping 33 minutes, vastly exceeding expectations. The double asteroid redirection test is the very start of our very first planetary defense system, Reynolds says. We're in a much better place than we were before the mission. And that has been a recording provided for the use of the blind and print impaired. And again, I remind you that materials or items read on Airs LA are the copyright property of the original authors and publishers. No unauthorized use or duplication is permitted. My name again is Nancy Porter, and it has been my pleasure to share Time Magazine with you.